I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Great, this is the weekend. Weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Oh, excellent weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend. 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 A weekend. It's the weekend. On your mark. Get set. Ready for the weekend. <laughs> well, I know I'm ready for the weekend. Bring it on. Mm, I maybe. just want to sleep. I know. I, normally, I'm like, no, not yet. But yeah, no, I'm ready. But I she sleep. said yesterday she has FOMO, the fear of missing out. I do. I say I need to sleep, but that only till about 7:30, and then I'm like, oh, what do we got to do today? Are you that wife who has all this stuff planned to do, and you're like, let's go, chop, chop, let's get on it. I got things to get done. No, I'm the kind of wife who's like, I want to do things. Can we get up? Let's get going. I don't want to waste my day. Are I've you, turned my husband into this person too. Are you the kind of wife that once you're up everybody else needs to be up no i enjoy that waking up if both the boys are sleeping and i can get up and just go drink my coffee and watch svu in the living room by myself yeah exactly hey careful that's copyrighted don't do that i saw that that's all that but as long as i use my mouth i'm just (laughs) yeah that could have been an accident it's an accident absolutely (laughs) so yes friday welcome to the weekend here's what it's going to shake out weather wise partly cloudy today 83, 60, yeah, 83, come on, I'm, I'm done with that now. No. 60 tonight, showers tomorrow, they pushed that rain back. That You're rain kidding was, me. The rain was supposed to be here today, but it's not going to happen. It's pushed back, tomorrow's the rain, 77, sunny, Sunday, 65, that's the day. Well, yeah, I was going to say, your whole day's going to be ruined if it's showers tomorrow, Chase. Well, I've been looking at specific models. The Swedish, the European. Those Swedish models are awesome. Um, There's a good chance that it's just going to be forming a a thin line. You know, it'll blow through in 20, 30 minutes. Is that kind of like that when you said it was going to do that at the fair the other day and it poured like for three hours? Well, it kept building on top of itself. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Anyway, so uh, whatever's going to happen this weekend, it's the weekend. Who cares, man? Let yeah, it rip. I don't care at all. Let it rip, man. If it's raining tomorrow morning when you get up, pull the covers back up and roll back over. Amen. We just trying to catch a good time. Wake up with the Wolf Show, 609. Now, let me tell you something. You may think you've got a busy weekend coming up. <laughs> Listening to him describe what was going to be happening this weekend, Chase was killing me killing me with this now please describe this is all this is all going down tomorrow but tonight and tomorrow all right we'll start with tonight uh after our fine program and we wrap up all things that need to be done today right i'm gonna head home i'm gonna take a shower oh i forgot I'm gonna go out to dinner before the program of Wicked tonight. Oh, you're, t- you're, you're taking your mother-in-law to see Wicked tonight, right? Uh, yeah, and then uh, uh, one of my wife's uh, co-workers is wanting to go, too. So we're all kind of going. All right, so it's dinner and a night out, Tanger Center, Wicked. Then come home, go to bed, wake up next morning, going to head to Cracker Barrel, probably hit up Salisbury. It's a good, good place. Why Salisbury, you may ask? Going to the Renaissance Festival. 
Mm. Be sure you try the steak while you're down there, and they're great. So, <laughs> Renaissance Festival tomorrow. And then, and then, not done yet. Hold on. We're still rocking. We're still rolling. Hang out there till about mm, five, somewhere in there. Then go get uh, dinner at this place, um, Guy Fury's type of restaurant. Yeah. Like, he's been deemed as visiting as one of the greatest, whatever. Yeah, Guy Fieri's whatever. Whatever. So, <clears throat> then, after that, go to Scarewinds. That's Carowinds night on Halloween. Right. All right. And then drive home. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the most exhausting drive of my entire life. I went a couple birthdays ago to Carowinds with a best friend. We spent eight hours out there. We get in the car to leave because we stayed till closing because we got to ride our favorite ride like 10 times in a row. Great. Um, we go out there, and as soon as we hit the car, we hit traffic, yeah. and it slaps us both in the face. We're like, "Oh my god, we're exhausted!" And you're sit, and you sit back in the seat, and the seat's so much more comfortable than where you've been. Yeah. You got an hour and a half to get home, and you're like, "You got to be the traffic." Me. I'm sitting in trying to get out of Carowinds. My best friend's riding passenger. She falls asleep snoring. Here I am. <laughs> I can't even keep my eyes open. That's so when tired. I that's when I slightly run off the road and hit the rumble strip. Right, right. Hey. Awful for your tires, by the way. Uh but yeah, enjoy that ride home tomorrow night. You're gonna be exhausted. Thanks. <laughs> I need a nap just hearing about that, dude. Talk of trucks and GI Joe's jumping those hit. Oh, being mom shamed and dad shamed. It's no fun. People need to mind their own business. That never They really do. So anyway, Annie was out the other night, got spotted, had Frank out, and uh, this woman named Helen stepped in to offer some friendly child-rearing advice. (laughs) Basically, we were out to eat, and uh, my kid was acting like two-year-olds do at a dinner table, which is uh, a hellion. Yeah, right. Up and down, underneath the seat. Oh, it drives me nuts. That's that's my parents told me this. That's why they never took... Went out to a restaurant when I was like, Why bother? It's like, you know, we'll just stay home. Yeah, that's Danny and I at this point. We're just kind of like, are we going to take him tonight or no? Uh, so anyways, I slapped my phone in front of his face. Boom, he's sitting quiet, happy. Little did I know, old Helen was watching the whole time. And it didn't sit right with her. She sent me a DM and she said that, you know, uh, it was. It must be nice to be able to relax when that happens, but I want you to understand that videos and television should not be made to use to entertain young toddlers. Uh-oh. They shouldn't be watching TV or videos at this point. Ah! Also, it's rude to other tables because they don't want to hear Coco Melon on my phone. It just seems a bit lazy on my part. And uh, if, if I need some help finding ways to entertain my child while out at a restaurant, she's happy to oblige. See, she's offering to help. Though. Screw Helen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wish she didn't even have social media to DM me. She made me so mad. Anyways, um, I'd like to point out, first of all, that my child, when he listens to my phone, it's on very, very, very low volume because I am an empath. So I think about the other people around me, which is why I put my phone in front of my kid's face, because otherwise you're going to hear a, no, I ain't going to sit down. No, I want to go to the good Baba shit. That's enough of Danny. Let's go back to Frank. Right. Yep. But that's literally Frank. And, you know, up and down, standing on the chair, peeking over, look at you eating your food. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants that. So, yeah, I'm going to slap the phone in front of his face when it gets unruly. He's also two again, so he's going to be moving everywhere. Which brings to mind, can you imagine wrangling like triplets? No. In a situation like Absolutely that? Absolutely not. 
how people do it. I now remember why my dad was like, if you make it on time to church, we will go out to eat. If you guys are late, we had six kids. We're not going out to eat. He knew what he was doing. We weren't going out to eat. Uh, no. He wasn't taking us nowhere. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Can you not. imagine the bill? Jeez. We're not going. I just say that. And I know there's a whole generation. I grew up in the generation where we didn't have phones to put in the kid's face. But let me tell you what. My mama had had the opportunity. She probably would have shoved a tablet in every single one of our faces just to get us to shut up and sit down. Here, yeah. watch YouTube Kids or something. Yeah. <laughs> so just because I have this tool nowadays doesn't mean you can mom. You should mom shame me for this. A lot of people are like this. And I knew I was a mom. I'm never going to put my phone in my kid's face. And he doesn't live on my phone. He does not. He does not depend on it. It's not the only thing he does. My kid's very active. So he gets rewarded with a phone, yes. Well, Everybody's got their undies in a bundle about a kid watching the screen. Oh, my God. Science. Science says you might want to rethink what you're talking about because the early research was uh, flawed. Of course it was. Of course. Listener Evie has the info. Hi. Hey. My name is Evie Crum, and I'm calling about... Uh, the mom shaman bit y'all were just talking about? Yes, uh-huh. I am in the middle of an undergrad developmental psychology class, and I happened to just finish, finish a research paper on screen time and its impacts on developing children. Uh-huh. I wanted to make comments. First off, the most important thing to a child's developmental success is going to a myriad of different environments and living with a supporting and loving family. So, I mean, to go to a restaurant and entertain your child and so you can have fun with them and expose them to new things is great. That woman didn't know what she was talking about scientifically because up until about five, ten years ago, all the research on screen time, quote-unquote, all lumped everything that was done on a laptop, a TV screen, a cell phone, whatever, into one. From Grand Theft Auto to Sesame Street was all considered the same screen time. Yes, I wondered about that. And it wasn't until recent years that they started to parse these things apart. And the most most recent research does say that screen time should be limited to children under two years of age because of the developing visual cortexes, and it could have less impact on eyes themselves, but not the brain. That's not definitive science, but current suggestion. Mm-hmm. However, at the age of two years old, it is appropriate to, for children to experience developmentally appropriate screen time that teaches pro-social behaviors. There you go. See? Mm-hmm. So if you're watching the educational stuff, mm-hmm. relax. Even Coco Melon. I mean, you could really yeah. learn a thing or two, especially you, Helen, about manners. So if, Helen, you have a pipe. I want you to put that in it. And Light smoke, it up. And smoke it. Mm-hmm. Wake up with the Wolf Show. A lot of people had a lot to say about this mom shaming thing, man. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I got some. I got some comment. Got some opinions. Got sure the did. ultimate mom shaming story for someone who texted in. Yeah. She said that um, this woman came up and told her that she needed to apologize to the entire restaurant for making them feel uncomfortable for how she spoke to her child. It triggered me. I'm triggered. Right after. She spit her food in the lady's drink. So, so the woman complaining and says she need to apologize decided to 
that the best way to handle things was to spit some food in someone's drink. Yeah, into nice. someone else's cocktail. Uh, nice. And then wouldn't apologize. Oh, of course not. And <laughs> her daughter was three. It was her third birthday that they oh were eating out gosh. for. And she says the re- restaurant was pretty much empty. But then she proceeded to insinuate that I was a child abuser, saying, if this is what you do in public, I can't imagine what they endure at home. You disgust me. Charming. She said, let me remind you, this was in front of all the staff and patrons that were in the restaurant. I'd have been mortified. I also probably would have went to jail. Well, you'd have went all crazy and just you'd have jumped up and got right up in that grill. I would have looked and blinked with my mouth open, my jaw to the floor at that point. First, not believing what you're hearing. Right. Is this really happening? And then I I really couldn't tell you what I would do, but I definitely know I would stand up (laughs) because then she'd probably be like, dang, that's a big girl. I would stand up, and then I don't know what would happen at that point. Probably would throw her cocktail yeah. spit food you, crap in her face. Yeah, you'd be fighting. Yeah, I'd be, be going fighting. to jail, be or I'd be fight. applauded because this woman deserved it. But I'm just in awe. But yeah, I just think about her sitting there ranting and blah, 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 blah. And then I just stand up. She's like, okay, well, never mind. Because remind you, I'm almost six foot. She had a lot of chips and salsa. And I'm turning in yeah. over 220, y'all. So I could throw this weight around. I will sit on her. Wait, did you say you're over six foot? I said I'm almost six foot. I'm close to six foot. Don't even believe that for a second. I'm 5'9". That's very close to six foot. 5'10 in the right shoes. That's a big girl when I stand up. On top of all this body weight, I wouldn't want to mess with me neither. I think that's a lot of times why people don't give me a second look in public. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably. I'm a gentle giant, but I will whoop your ass. What's funny about that situation is, is the lady who seemed to think that they owed the entire restaurant apology comes over and does something classy like spits her food right. into a drink. And right. you don't owe somebody an apology for doing that? Yeah. yeah. What makes that any... Oh, God. I know. Awful. And then someone else texted and she said, Helen sounds like she should, she raised nothing but the I'm offended offspring who feel other people should cater to what makes them comfortable. If she wants to wrangle my alligator of a two-year-old daughter having a meltdown, come on and get her. Uh, she said, I need to keep my sanity. Kudos to me. And uh, she said, my toddlers have learned a lot from Coco Melon. Helen should watch it and learn to be a better person. I'll tell you what's just terrible is the airplane meltdown. Ooh. Just the airplane meltdown is the worst. I, I was bringing, I had my first boy, he was just a baby, and we were coming back, we were living in Washington, and we were on the way back home, and as soon as we hit altitude leaving, I don't know where we were His ears from. started popping. Yeah, you know, and they don't know what to do, it just hurts. Yeah. And he, I could not console him, I was rocking mm. him, singing to him, whatever it took, could not and it, it's awful it's you can't do it and everybody plane's like, anybody who everything. gets mad about that get yeah. over yourself right, exactly we yeah. have to fly okay we, we didn't want to bring this baby on a plane yeah. we had to can't, can't walk back to washington <laughs> and it's a lot worse for us to be driving however many hours you know it's just it's people are so just misunderstanding but all the, the time but the airplane meltdown is the worst and i love these stories where somebody who's super understanding is helping out and trying to help console they'll hold the baby and, and try yeah. to help because yeah. it, it's just there's nothing worse than being that mom or dad on that plane and that's your kid you that know there's nothing you can do you, you know you're right and you know it's just oh my gosh you gotta be kidding someone texted and said they'd rather see that small child enjoying a cartoon than yeah. running around and screaming right Whew. i don't get people man me neither
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. This is perfect. Come. Wake up with the Wolf Show on a Friday where we like to fight. And we love fighting. Love it, man. Facebook fights every Friday before you get that coming up here in uh, just a few minutes. The weather uh, is not what we expected because uh, the rain we thought was coming in today, but I guess the storm slowed down or whatever because it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Yeah, the good news is, is after that, I think this is the last bit of summer we'll have till next summer. Yeah, right. Till we have a summer again. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So 60 tonight after a high of 83 today. Shower Saturday, 77, then sunny and 65 on Sunday. Now that sounds perfect. That's sunny and 65 yep. on uh, Sunday. And you also say you were telling you're over here pointing at the calendar the other day. Now here's where the color's going to come in. I think so. I think like on the 22nd, 23rd. Not only is he a meteorologist, he's a botanist now. He's telling us all about what's going on. Does that mean I handle poop? (laughs) No. No, that's a poopologist. Oh. More of the Wake Up With A Wolf show next. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew's B and me as long as you're right here. And me as long as you're right here. Guys, we made it. We're finally here at 733. We what day is it? It's Friday! What are you feeling? I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Let's do this thing. Let's get this weekend feeling started right now. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Is it Friday yet? Is the weekend here? Do you know what today is? Today's Friday. Not just that. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. It looks like somebody's ready for the weekend. I want to set you free. I want to take you high. I want to be, want to be your Friday night. I got to bust loose from this ball and chain. I'm a hard, hard working man.
Here we go. I'm ready. You're ready. We're all ready for the Get weekend. Get on at one time. <laughs> it's finally here. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. celebrities of the triad. I just chugged the rest of my monster right before this break, and I am ready to go! killing me. Woo! We are celebrating the birthdays all weekend long, baby! Starting with today, Michelle Cope of Kernersville, Lindsay Schaefer from Midway, Mikhail Winchester of Reedsville, Anna Shore from Winston-Salem, Madison Smith of Kernersville, Lucas Hughes is five today! He's from Winston-Salem. Happy birthday, little Lucas. Wyatt Herbert of Greensboro is eight today. Loving the loving the ages. Okay, five, eight. eight. Yeah, good good times. Good times. Steve Farrington of Colfax. Leslie Hegel of Moxville. Melissa Perucci of King. Elizabeth Dellinger of Burlington. And Macy George of Kernersville. Celebrating tomorrow, Jessica Headwall of Burlington. Jason Cromer from Winston-Salem. Richie Brown of Walkertown. Yeah. Ooh, downtown Richie Brown of Walkertown. <laughs> yeah, baby. Megan Miller from Kernersville. Jeff Brown of Wahlberg. Mike Drew from Winston-Salem. Our buddy Vic Maynard of Greensboro. Vic, 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 Vic. Go, Vic. Happy birthday, buddy. Enjoy your day today. Eric Morgan of Madison, Barbara Dobbins of High Point, Tammy Davis from Mebane, Ronnie Coble of Pleasant Garden, Anna Patterson from Louisville, and Brittany Shelton of Reedsville, all celebrating tomorrow. And for Sunday, Gabby Walker of Winston-Salem, Haley Mitchell from Graham, Billy Mitchell of Reedsville, Jessica Walker from Kernersville, Marilyn Gaylord of Winston-Salem, Sarah Lawson from Sophia, Reggie Freeman of Thomasville, Kim Shirley of Stoneville, Nicole Mays from Madison, Michelle Kane of Ramshure, Ramsure, Ram, how do you say that? Ramsure. Ramsure. Uh, Ashley Ingle of Randleman, Jamie Childress of Boonville, and Taryn Beckman of Greensboro. Woo! Happy birthday! I'm so excited today, you guys. Not only is it Friday, but this monster is pumping through my bloodstream, and I am feeling it! She's had one every single day. You are killing us. I am that. killing it! And if you want to get on the birthday list, all you got to do is go to 931wolfcountry.com or send us a DM, Facebook and Instagram at 931thewolf. And just in case we missed yours, Uh, happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday. So obnoxious. I love it here. So obnoxious. I got hot. I got to take this jacket off. My baby, she's Alabama. A dick to let you Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's 8.05, finally Friday. Gabby Petito update for you. Dog the Bounty Hunter says that uh, he and his new wife, Francie, Fancy, fancy, mm-hmm. were honeymooning on Marco Island in Florida when he decided to start chasing Brian Laundry. He tells the Sun newspaper that he wants to catch him because he interrupted his time with his wife. I want to catch him so I can continue my honeymoon. 
I hope that's not any disrespect to anybody involved in this case because it's terrible. But that's where we stand now so uh, he, in our honeymoon. So he's just basically... That was probably not a wise thing for him to say. He, I, well, I can't imagine why he would say that. I can't imagine why you would think that Dog the Bounty Hunter would in any way ever stick his foot in his mouth and say something he shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I can't shut up. No. The Laundry family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, tells The Blast that dusty relics like that dog and John Walsh need a tragic situation like this so they can clear the cobwebs off their names and give their publicity-hungry egos some food. I, didn't you say this when it first came out? You're it, saying, I think this is all publicity. Look, this does not make me want to go watch dog follow dog on the internet. Nothing. I am intrigued because it is Dog Bounty Hunter, and I kind of want him to beat the FBI. But does it make me like pawn over dog? No. Just because his name's being spoken doesn't mean that I'm going to sit here and tune into his show. Uh, Brian's parents spent some time with the FBI yesterday showing them his favorite trails near their home in hopes that that would lead them to some clues. He's been missing two weeks and we're just now showing him his favorite trails. These parents suck. They're delaying it. They're they're cooperating, but they're slow. I just think they have someone or know someone who is taking care Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. him and hiding him someplace. Inside Edition says four Brian Laundry sightings have been reported in Freeport in the Bahamas. John Walsh. Remember John Walsh? No. Joe Walsh? (laughs) Let me Google him. John Walsh. Uh, was on a show uh, about missing children. His, he's famously the father of a child who went missing and ended up dead. Anyway, he's back in action. Uh, there's a water shuttle, he says, that goes from Fort Lauderdale to Freeport every day. He could have got on that. In Freeport, he could have gotten on a boat that would take him further down into the Bahamas or the Turks and Caicos. So maybe he's headed that way. Hmm. I don't know. Strange, awfully strange with this these parents. Or maybe the right person already got a hold of him and he's well, gone forever. Maybe that could be it too. Somebody goes, I'm gonna take care of this myself. Mm-hmm. Or a huge alligator in the swamp said, Look at that guy walking around. Ooh, right there. dang, ain't karma good. Someone's gonna kill an alligator in like two weeks and boom, there's gonna be Brian Laundry inside of it. Well, there's your latest. Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's 8-11, and the weekend is almost here. Whew, I'm ready. Ready. We have a weekend this weekend. That rain, I wish, uh, I wish the schedule would have stayed the same. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, but Sunday's going to be sunny. We'll, we'll take it, though, because Sunday's going to be nice and folly. Yeah, that'd be a good day to just take it easy, maybe go hey, for a walk. You know what's on the agenda for Sunday night? What's on the agenda Sleep. for Sunday night? It, w- w- yes. But chili beans and cornbread. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Do the coleslaw, man, to go with it. I'm telling you, people, you're missing out. Coleslaw goes great with beans. Really? Especially chili beans. You know, I've been thinking about pinto beans and jalapeno cornbread all week. Do I it. love jalapeno cornbread. What's stopping you? Do it this weekend. You're right. Nothing's stopping me. I'm doing it. Sunday would be a good day to do that. Make a big pot of that stuff so you can smell it cooking. Mm. How many sticks of butter is appropriate on top of cornbread? As many as you want. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, what, and whatever type you want to use. The limit does not exist. Well, no. Butter it. But do it as soon as it comes out of that oven. Yeah. The second it comes out, mm. get busy cutting that open and buttering it up. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cornbread cools super fast. It does. But yeah, it's going to be a good weekend for that for sure. Get your stuff. I'll guarantee you, I, if you wait until Sunday, even tomorrow, 
to go to the store to get your stuff, the stuff you need to be wiped out. You, you think, think so? I know so. I'll bet you right now people are going to store right now and get my stuff. Okay. No, well, you know, see, the, but, d- d- don't, Is there snow coming or something? Don't, no, but it's a cool day. It's the first cool week. It's going to oh, be the first. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be down to like 40-ish, like Sunday night. Right? Everybody's yeah. going to make chili and right. soups. So, and- don't, so don't think that's going to be there. If you can get it now, get it as soon as you can. But I do recommend red beans rather than kidney beans to go in the chili. The kidney beans have a hull on them that isn't that pleasant. I, I don't think there'll be a shortage because Walmart, I saw they knew there was cold weather coming. <laughs> they the supply. They, yeah. I saw a whole end cap almost to the ceiling of Jiffy Cornbread Mix. Yeah, get you some today, man. Get you some. Going to be a great weekend for it. More of the Wake Up With a Wolf show next. Hello, North Carolina. And now it's time for... Bye. Things you need to know. Do you guys remember Phyllis Smith, who played in The Office? Yes. Phyllis. Yes. Oh, she's the, the frumpy one? The yes. older motherly woman. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know she was once an NFL cheerleader? No way. She no, cheered no. for the Cardinals back when they were in St. Louis in the 1970s. We're looking her up right now. Yeah. yeah. Or she doesn't believe you. You can see right That's on her the face first thing. Right I believe now. him. That's just the first thing that pops up. Phyllis Smith, cheerleader. No, I believe you. I want to see it for myself because I know what Phyllis looks like. I didn't even look at the picture. Come to think of it. Yeah, okay. Phyllis. Okay. Hey, girl. All right. She's a cutie. All right. Check her out. Well, you go, girl. Got yeah. the blue font going there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, baby. Did you know in 1989, Blockbuster was growing so fast that there was a new store opening every 17 hours? Oh, my goodness gracious. Man, I, I'll i be honest with you. I had many happy times in Blockbuster looking for that just right movie to take on. a on. Friday night. I yes. know. It was always so much fun. Well, oh, yeah, looking, yeah, and some of the Blockbusters decorated for the season. Yes. Like there was one in, it, we, where they put all the Halloween stuff in there. There was just stuff mm-hmm. everywhere. Had, it was darker and they mm-hmm. had the smoke and all that stuff. Blockbuster was so much fun. Yeah. Well, at its peak in 2004, there were 9,094 stores and it employed about 84,000 people. Today, there's only one left and it's in Oregon. And it's an Airbnb. Is it? Yes. Yeah, you can you know, do the just like you would any other Airbnb mm-hmm. and stay there. Yeah. You can watch right. movies there and stuff like that. It's really cool. Nice. Wow, well, look at that bonus fun fact. It's something you didn't know. I didn't know that. Wow. Did you know in the U.S. you're twice as likely to die from your pajamas catching on fire than Ebola during your lifetime? That hey, is promising. You keep that in mind. You're a, you're a pajama boy. You got to have your clean underwear and your jammies on. I just got to have my clean underwear. Yeah. I'm commando when I'm I am asleep. deathly afraid of a house fire. So thinking about my pajamas setting on fire, oh my God, stop. I feel like some mornings I wake up, I'm that hot. I feel like I could catch fire right now. That's traumatic. Hey, you, your life is hectic. Dramatic. I know. It is dramatic. It dramatic. is. It is. Where's the manager? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you know there's a spot in the Pacific? Pacific Mm-mm. Ocean called Point Nemo. It's about 1,600 miles from any land, which means it's so remote that the nearest humans are usually at the International Space Station. Isn't it wild to think about that? I mean, that there's, first of all, very scary to be that far out there. Oh my God, terrified land. thinking about it. Yeah. Your nearest uh, neighbors in space. Uh, uh, look, when I'm on a cruise and we're out there and I can't see any land, I'm like, I don't know about this. I'm back, it, my, is, back to the buffet. Is it called Point Nemo because you're like lost without a doubt? 
I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that's Maybe. all I can think about. I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. And last but not least, did you know Coca-Cola wanted to raise their prices from five cents a bottle in 1953? You asked Those Dale. He should know what the... Price gougers. But they asked the Treasury Department... To start Make making a new coin. See, he does know. 7.5 cent coin. Yeah. Oh, well, my gosh. they declined. Uh, no. <laughs> and, uh, no. And Coke said, all right, 10 cents it is. <laughs> and we're going to a nine. Yeah. Uh, I, uh... I, Coca-Cola is my... Of, over, of all the soft drinks, is my favorite. If I'm going to drink a sugar soda, Coke like is Like full my throttle. Yeah, full yeah. throttle. Tell Back in the day, you remember the first time Coke came out and you popped a top and paid your 10 cents for it? How uh, was that Coke? It was the best drink ever. And if I said Coke is it. Yeah. Coke is it. Because they had the best day to look. It's all it was. It was it. That was it. That's all we got. <laughs> Just a Coke. <laughs> this has been today's edition of One, two, three, four. Five things you need to know. Wake up with the Wolf Show. So, today's video is on TikTok, I think. Uh, <laughs> the setup is, is that lady's throwing a surprise birthday party. Looked like it might have been for her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, her husband sitting out on the porch of the house, sipping a cold one. Well, yes. Somebody somebody is sitting on the... Now, this was caught on a ring doorbell camera. Yeah. So the audio is kind of, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. And he's sitting out there on... He's sitting out there on the porch. And this guy is... He's holding his composure together well for being three sheets into the wind, as yeah. you would say. So anyway, the person being surprised Com- arrives. Yeah. Shows up. You know, there's no extra cars out in the front and anything else. So he rolls up just like normal. Yes. Doesn't know he's getting ready to walk into a surprise party. No. Not yet, anyway. And this is the best doorbell camera audio I've ever heard. So here's what happens. How are you the last one to show up to your own party? That is messed up. What Your birthday party. What are you talking about? Surprise party. Surprise party? Are you drunk? Of course I am. It's a party. You guys can come out. Derek messed this up. Seriously. No. I wonder where all the cars were. There's people here to see you. Happy birthday. Thanks a lot, Derek. I was wondering where all the cars were. Thanks a lot, Derek. Imagine ruining that, man. You, you would never get out of the doghouse. No. Of that. Are you never. drunk? You're yeah, gone. it's a party. Mercy. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.